Lou and Matt for breakfast. The Borders 105.7 Triple M. Of course, 77 cases of COVID-19, the Delta variant in uh, Sydney yesterday, and the Premier said that she expects it to top 100 today. Danielle McMullen is the president of the New South Wales Australian Medical Association, and we're lucky enough to get a few minutes of her time in what I'm sure would be a very, very busy schedule. Uh, Danielle, good morning. Good morning, guys. Now, Danielle, we saw the um, the Premier come out and say that, you know, she thinks it's going to top 100. What do you think will happen with the numbers from here in Sydney? Yeah, look, it really is challenging times in Sydney uh, and I have no doubt that the Premier knows what she's on about uh, and that if she thinks it's tipping 100, that's likely to be the case for the next day or a few, potentially. Yeah. Now, can, can it be brought under control? I, I noticed even uh, Brad Hazard, the health minister, kind of suggested that maybe with this Delta variant, it'll be a case of not being able to eliminate it. No, look, I think we're still confident that we can get it under control, but it really does rely on the community uh, staying home, which I think the message has finally gotten through to Sydney siders in the past few days uh, that this really is serious uh, and movements across the city are down. What we're still seeing in southwest Sydney in particular is a bit too much mixing between homes. Uh, so it might be the same family, but going over to visit auntie or visit cousins uh, really just can't happen at the moment. And so that's the area where the, I think the authorities and, and New South Wales Health are focusing on today, but still with that message across all of Sydney and then Greater New South Wales of not gathering in large groups. Yeah. In Sydney, you can't gather at all. Okay. So um, can you explain to us, Danielle, just a little bit more about this Delta variant and what makes it different? It just seems to be transmitting so much quicker and so much easier. So previous variants of COVID, uh, you might transmit it to a household contact, but it wasn't a guarantee, whereas this time we're really seeing uh, the Delta rip through households. So really, as soon as one person in the household tests positive, they're going and testing everyone else in the house and they've already got it. Um, So that's why it's quite hard to get ahead of it. And it also means that people are unknowingly uh, transmitting COVID to their loved ones, um, which is, is really hard for all these people, I'm sure. And it's just another reminder of why we all need to be following the rules and really limiting our movements. Yeah. And then, of course, get vaccinated as well, because the hope is by the end of the year, there'll be enough people vaccinated that we don't have to go through these continual lockdowns and border closures. Exactly. We're really hoping to get through this cluster, but vaccination is certainly our way out of this one and also to prevent future clusters. Uh, And so anyone over 60, I can't urge you strongly enough to go and get a vaccine through your GP. We've got plenty of AstraZeneca around. Uh, I know it's hard for people under 60 to get get access to Pfizer. And so we are working with governments to try and get increased Pfizer doses initially to sort of Greater Sydney where the cluster is. Uh, but obviously rolling out to the regions because we know that if we get COVID into the regions, that's uh, a recipe for disaster. But certainly those over 60, go in and get an AstraZeneca now. Dr Danielle McMullen, New South Wales AMA President, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thanks very much and take care with your border closures. Novak Djokovic won a record equaling 20th Grand Slam title overnight, matching Nadal and Federer now, and his sixth Wimbledon crown 
uh, four-set victory over 25-year-old Italian Lou Matteo uh, Berrettini. Mm-hmm. Have I said that right? Probably I think not. so. Pretty close. Uh, and, of course, the Barty party. Well, that's still in full swing. And Dylan Alcott, too, got the win in the wheelchair final. Phil Shanahan is one of Australia's best tennis coaches from right here on the border. And he joins us. Morning, Phil. Morning, guys. How are we? Yeah, really good. Very, very excited, obviously, for... Uh, for Ash Barty's huge win um, at Wimbledon. Just such an emotional victory for her. Yeah, just wonderful wonderful for our nation, huh? Um, and Ash is just such a humble uh, a person um, and she's just this incredible ambassador for our game and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the whole of Australia got behind her and it was a tough match. So Carolina really uh, pushed her all the way, but uh, we're all so happy for her, huh? Is, is Ash as, as uh, genuine... You know, behind closed doors, as she is um, in the in the public eye, because she just seems like such a wonderful, genuine person. Yeah, she definitely is. Uh, I know the times I've been involved with her um, with the New South Wales Bruce Cup team. Uh, Ash came out and had photos with the kids and, and spoke to them, and was just showed a real interest in their journey um, in their own own tennis lives. So, uh, no, what you see is what you get. And I think it was a wonderful end um, to NAIDOC week too. So with her Indigenous heritage, um, just getting a, a really lovely um, uh, nod, I guess, uh, overall as far as, you know, a great victory for her, but just a great victory for all Australians. Oh, definitely. And uh, 50 years since Yvonne's won, won the Wimbledon title, it was sort of a, a script that was already written, wasn't it, mm, Ash winning it? Definitely. Um, Definitely, uh, no, great for great for our indigenous people, and uh, just gives us gives the kids uh, and gives all of our kids uh, throughout the nation. Uh, she talked about dream, dreams coming true and just working hard and, yep, yep. and follow your passion. So uh, you know, she's such a great ambassador, isn't she? And speaking of dreams coming true, uh, the always entertaining and uh, just someone that we can all look up to as an inspiration, Dylan Alcott, fourteenth um, Grand Slam major. That guy is just unstoppable at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, quite incredible. Like Dylan was here in, in Albury Wodonga last year and uh, came to the courts at Wodonga and uh, spoke to the children and, and showed how he, how he operated a wheelchair tennis, which is not easy when you get into a chair and oh, try and play so tennis. Hard. But, yeah. And uh, also last week he uh, he mentioned that uh, Thaguna was uh, he came out to the Thaguna Tennis Centre and played as a junior there and uh, it was the place where it started his tennis dream. So uh, yeah, so we'll aim claim to him uh, on the border here. I think. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and all right, one more, and that is uh, the great man Novak. So he's matched Nadal and Federer. So is it only a matter of time now? Do you think he's the stronger of the three? I guess Nadal is uh, a little bit younger than Federer. I don't know if Federer's got another one in him, does he? Yeah, probably not, I think. Um, Novak, uh, you know, he's he's been he's he's had those two guys as his mentors in front of him, and uh, he's worked so hard, and uh, he's... He's going for a golden Grand Slam at the US in a month or so, and uh, to win all four majors hasn't been done since Rod Laver. So, you know, he he is chasing the history of, of the game, and uh, he's out to break the records. And I've got yeah. no doubt he'll probably win three or four more. So, uh, um, I think uh, Roger and uh, Rafa would be. I think he mentioned last night that they won't be retiring. I don't think they're all going to no. be wanting to win that extra slam. So, yep. yeah, congratulations to Novak. Uh, what an incredible player he is. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, look, it's been an amazing weekend for tennis, but certainly an amazing weekend for Australian tennis. I reckon there'll be a few more kids signing up to play the game. Phil Shanahan, thank you so much for chatting with us. 
Yeah, thanks, guys. Lou, I'm just perusing the contract that mm. we have with uh, Wayne Schwoss here, and I just want to remind Mr. Schwoss and yourself that it says right here he is to provide AFL expertise. Just want to make that very, very clear. Radio. For whatever you decide to bring to the table here. Yeah, I think, uh, well, I just think it, it says football, and I think... Uh, <laughs> This is football as well. So it's not football, uh, obviously, it's soccer. With, with Italy winning the Euros it's over soccer. England, I think Swatter may have something to say about it. Wayne Schwartz, good morning. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, ciao. No, it's ciao, it's a wonderful day. It's a, shut up! It's a wonderful day for a celebration. <laughs> yes. What's that? Celebrazione. <laughs> That's it. Yes, That's it. And, and and I'm very contento, which means happy. Yes, happy. very happy. <laughs> Yes. It says here in the contract you can't do comedy accents. You've got to stay <laughs> I, in AFL. I am rolling down Ligon Street. It is jam-packed down here. I've got the uh, three stripes on. What a wonderful day for Italy. What a wonderful oh, day for Italy. Can you just have a delicious espresso for me while you're, <laughs> while you're in Ligon Street? Stop it, you they are gonna, oh, the, the flags will be flying high in Ligon Street today. <laughs> yes, they will be, Lulu. And once again, the English flag is at half-mast around the globe. Oh, and uh, we're... We're probably used to that. Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, hey, feeling about your mothership? <laughs> this is the... in, a, in a penalty shootout. <laughs> this is the uh, first time I'm happy to talk about the Adelaide Crows getting their lowest score in history. So what <laughs> can we turn our attention to? <laughs> to more, more, more than happy to shuffle across to the AFL, Matthew. But uh, well done, Italy. A great win. Oh. And very happy for. All my Italian mates. Yeah, great. Penalty shootouts, the worst way to end any competition. Now, no, Richmond, no. Richmond no, Swatter. Richmond. Yes. Oh, I what? told you that four weeks ago. What? I told you that four, I told oh, you no. that four weeks ago. They're you done. Don't. Their reign is over. It was always going to happen. We just didn't know when. Bye-bye, Tigers. Mm, okay. Now, what about the Lions, though? The yeah, Saints I've are back say, in I was business. a bit sad um, that uh, the, the, the Lions lost on the weekend, Swatter. Just uh, hold your line, Lulu. Unlike some people that we know reasonably well, uh, we don't deviate. We're on track. Spoke to Fags on Friday night. Yeah. He said he said this was just part of the ulterior plan. Oh, gotcha. Came off beautifully. Yeah. St Kilda think that they are a dead set, certainly, to yeah. play finals. False sense of They're security. Not, I got you. That's exactly. Yeah. This is gotcha. it's all smoke and mirrors, Lulu. Yeah. It's all part of the plan. Yeah. We planned this. We planned of this course in pre-season. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we're good. You want to hey, talk yeah. about the Sydney Swans' mighty win on the weekend? Well, what's so Melbourne dropped the game last weekend, came back and won. The Doggies have mm-hmm. done it this weekend. So is that just is it okay to have a loss or two in this part of the season, Swatter? Just say that again, Matt. Is it okay just to have the odd loss just towards the end of the year? Don't you wish you had have been able to say that very <laughs> sentence? <laughs> Since 2017, <laughs> but you, you you can't because you just want to say I'd love to have a couple of wins in a year. Um, no, it's it, this is the unpredictable nature of this season. Sydney are playing. It's actually a remarkable job that Johnny Longmire and this playing group are doing. Played really well again on the weekend. I don't think it's anything to concern themselves about the Bulldogs. They've been in the top couple of teams all year. I'll get this right, and I actually like to think 
Matthew, yes. that a loss at this time of year just gives you the ability of sitting back and going, right, what do we need to tighten up? What do we need to pay attention to? Is that to? what you reckon the Crows are doing, Swatter? Don't bring it back to the Crows. No, Lou, the Crows are doing nothing. They've been on life support since 2017. <laughs> um, they flatlined a couple of times. We've managed to get now, a couple on. of defibs back in. Uh, it's just going over there. <laughs> I keep telling a couple of uh, people I know at AFL headquarters, Tassie's beckoning. If we're really no. serious, let's shuffle them off. It's a the bit Tasmanian like sending England. Yeah, it's a bit right. like sending England back home from the Euro. Don't you uh, do. uh, pack them up and put them back into a, um, a convict area. Yeah. Agreed. This has been the worst segment we've ever done with Wayne Crossland. <laughs> I'm feeling an award somewhere in Prague with this segment today. <laughs> Swatter. Wrap him up, Lou. It's been an absolute pleasure. And viva l'Italia. Thanks, Swatter. Viva Italia. Ciao, bella. Ciao, ciao, ciao. I'm have to go back to this contract. You'll be getting a fax later on, Swatter, with an official warning. <laughs> I'm still here, knuckle-eating now. Go away, Lou. It's Triple M. He's been a member of so many people's special celebrations, engagements, weddings, debs, christenings, you name it, he's been at it. Steve Bowen from Bowen's Entertainment has been um, given the uh, wonderful honour of being added to the Albury-Wodonga Business Awards Hall of Fame in 2021. And we just want to have a chat with him to say congratulations, Steve. Thank you, Lou and Matt. Uh, yeah, very humble, dude. But really, this award isn't just for me. It's about all the people I've been able to come in contact with over the past 35-odd years. So it's a sort of a real, you know, it's a real family award, I think, really, family and friends Oh, award. that's a but nice thing to say. Steve, hey, do, do, you remember, um, do you remember your first job? Where did it all start for Steve Bowen on the border? Oh, it's funny. On the night, I, I gave a quick little story. <laughs> I don't think I'll say it here. That, but for me, <laughs> look, it started. Okay. <laughs> it, no, I know. Look, it started. I, I remember I'd been DJing a few years, and I got awarded the job at the Lavy Sports Club. Like that was the, like the place to be at. You know, a thousand people every weekend. Yep. You know, and it was awesome. And I and I remember when they said, "Look, Steve, you start at, at uh, the disco starts at, at nine o'clock." And so I walked in thinking, "All right, I'll get there at eight thirty. I'll be half an hour early. This is great." I walked in, and and, and in the DJ console. Actually, in the box, the ticket box, before you go in, there's a lady in there, and she said, you're late. And I said, oh, okay. And she was a bit cranky at me. And, I, and she said, no, the door's open at 8 o'clock, and the disco starts at 9. Oh, okay, sorry. Okay. Anyway, so I've been married to her now for 31 years. Boom, boom, yes. Yes, round of applause. <laughs> so you're so right, it was the place to be, and you've been in so many other, obviously, um, venues and, and special events over the years. What's Actually, a... when you said that before, Lou, when you were saying all those things, yeah. some of those things, I, I thought to myself, gee, even some of those things I was even invited to as well. Yeah. So, there you go. so it wasn't just, you know, at everyone, you know, Chris thing. <laughs> oh, Steve's here again. <laughs> no, no, here he is. But, yeah, but really, uh, I mean, you, you know, as either an, as an entertainer and a host, you've been at just innumerable events on the border. Is there yeah. anything for you, Steve, that over your 35-year career of, of being part of people's celebrations, is there anything that really particularly stands out for you? Oh, look, all, I just love in, like just entrenching myself in that moment and to see people's emotion about a special time or a special and to create a significant moment in their lives is just, it's just overwhelming. And like for me, probably... 
I think the biggest highlight of me in my career a long time ago was I, I did the um, uh, entertained at the AFL uh, MVP awards in in the uh, late nineties, and then you know doing a couple of events overseas with being able you know being invited overseas to do people's weddings and uh, and, and yeah. MC them and entertain. So it's it, it's but really even the but even a you know a tenth birthday party, which I don't do a lot of anymore. But even there, just as significant, you know, it's it's not about me; it's about them. All right, Steve Bowen inducted uh, newly into the uh, Albury Wodonga Business Awards Hall of Fame, and uh, we've been friends for a long time, all, all three of us. And and it's just a wonderful honour. Oh, We're so, so happy well for deserved, you, Steve. Steve. Well, done. well done. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. All right. Sometimes in life, the gods smile upon you, my friends. You got that right. My gangling! TV Talk with Steve Mulk. Ah, oh, Mulky. So, um, Hello, friends. How are you? <laughs> Look, as good as lockdown will allow me to be. Yes, indeed. Now, yeah, Central Coast, for those uh, who, who don't know. So you are in literal mm. lockdown. Literal lockdown. Right? Um, yeah, we're part of the problem. <laughs> well <laughs> Same as us. Um, so, Mulkey, um, obviously for uh, there would have been huge viewing for Wimbledon with Ash Barty being in the final. Yes. Yeah, absolutely massive numbers, guys. Um, just over 2 million people uh, around the country watching Ash play at like yep. some stupid o'clock on Saturday night, which is great numbers, not the biggest Wimbledon audience we've had, but still super massive for us to tune in and support Ash and to see her uh, yeah, bring absolutely. home her first absolutely. Wimbledon final. Yeah, uh, so all good. right, so what's uh, taken your interest in terms of TV we can watch this week because TV is all important, as we know, Mulk? Yeah, yeah, look, once I manage to catch up on some sleep from Saturday night, um, then, look, there's a fair bit going around. I can tell you that Beauty of the Geek is a whole bunch of funny kicked off <laughs> last night on Nine. Yeah. Um, and, look, apart from some pretty obvious plans that, you know, people from Central Casting on both sides of the aisle, thanks very much, um, it's, it's honestly full of heart, and I think that there are some legitimate uh, geeks in there that... Uh, going to really benefit from whatever this process is. So Lou, it's going to be a whole bunch of fun. Lou and Mulkey, I know one of the geeks, and he's exactly like, like, like what? Lachlan, the motorsport geek, who can, yes. Lou, his special skill is he knows every Bathurst winner since the late 60s. Well, Lachlan, and he knows my skill too, which is I know every Formula One world yeah. champion from 1976. Oh, it sounds like we should have a geek off. Oh, it does. <laughs> we'll get him on. We'll have Actually, a that's a good point. Oh, you're not single. If you were single, we could put you on Beauty in the Geek. Oh, God, could you imagine? Yes, I could. I could actually imagine. Anyway. (laughs) What else, Volky? Look, there's a really great um, documentary short run, four episodes, starting on Tuesday night. It's called Ms. Represented. Uh, It's hosted by Annabelle Crabb, and she just speaks to current and former federal politicians ladies only to find out what life is like being a a, a woman in politics and let me tell you not a whole bunch of fun Um, we've seen a fair bit of stuff come out in the media of late around some of the pretty horrific things that can happen to women these are dare I say it some of the survivors uh, that have some pretty horrid war stories in the process for example did you know the old parliament house building didn't have a ladies' toilet in the Senate wing until 1984. That does not surprise me. <laughs> does not surprise me. And then it was a converted male toilet. Yeah. Wow. All right. Me. Well, what about something a bit more fun now? Let's end on on a, on something fun again, Mulkey. 
Well, look, the final of Loki kicks off on Wednesday. If you haven't been following this, well, what are your geek credentials? This is a fantastic addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, it's on Disney+. Plus. Loki is great, plus Black Widow started uh, in yes. uh, cinemas, cinemas, but also yeah. on Disney+. Plus yeah. on, uh, on Friday, and it's look, if you've got 35 bucks worth checking out, cheaper than three people going to the cinema, um, or you can wait until October and Black yeah. Bear will be free on Disney+. Plus. Have you been watching Loki, Lou? Um, I don't have Disney+, Plus, so ah. no, I haven't. But can I just oh. throw another one in there that's an interesting watch really quickly? I, I believe right. it's on Netflix. Um, it's mm. called American Gods. It's either that yes. or, on, or on Prime. I can't remember which one. Amazon it's on, Prime Video, and there you American go. Gods. Very good. Yes. And next week, I'll talk to you about Ted Lasso Season 2, which I've got... Uh, previews to and kicks off very shortly. Done. Steve Volk, stay safe in lockdown to not leave your house unless you absolutely have to. Yeah, look, I've started uh, taking all of the hair from the cats and uh, knitting a blanket. Excellent. Yes, good to see. It's Lord Matt, Steve (laughs) Volk there. He'll be back with more TV next week.